0: Radio.
1: They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is the Home Time Podcast with Bush and
2: Richie. It's Bush and Richie on The Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, looking after things uh, whilst Dave and Matt have their holiday. And uh, three days into getting up at four o'clock in the morning. I'm I'm, I'm feeling like I could do with a holiday, I've got to be honest. Just a
3: couple of coffees. Yeah, that'll Uh, do it. It is an interesting thing, the summer holidays. Uh, Daniel Perry popped into the show just when we were finishing up yesterday and we were talking about summer holidays, ways of entertaining kids, and that's a big thing on parents' minds, and just occupying them. Uh, I don't know how, we ended up getting onto the subject of leisure centres. And through our conversation, it came to light that each of us... Richie, myself and Danielle uh, were petrified of an urban myth that did the rounds back in the day that a bad kid had closed the local leisure centre after putting razor blades in the flume, (laughs) which is a horrendous story. and It's clearly just a ridiculous urban myth. It's absurd. But a bad kid had gone down the flume. Imagine him squeaking along in a pair of uh, swimming trunks, stopping at each join uh, in the actual flume and then put a razor blade in each one. They'd had to close
2: the leisure centre because of it. So this is an urban myth that all three of us had experienced. And you guys
3: grew up in Bournemouth. <laughs> I grew up in Devon. So these these are hundreds of miles apart.
2: Uh yeah, I, I wonder whether they were sort of like uh you've got coast you've got a coastal coincidence there. It is you've a coastal Devon, coincidence. Um, I wonder whether that's you know it's it's the it's the tourism people putting that, that kind of uh, it might be. urban myth around to try and get people back down the beach and not to these fantastic jazzy flumes. Oh my word, if you're
3: right about that. I might have it, rumbled it. And it is it goes right to the very core <laughs> of local government yeah. as a drive to get people to the beaches. Let's let's pursue this coastal theme and ask Emma Jones, obviously grew up in South End. Yeah. Emma, um, were you privy to this eighties, nineties rumour that Never. your leisure centre was never closed via an urban myth?
4: No, but I am slightly younger than you.
3: So, All right. OK, All right. that wasn't really the question. It so just maybe, said we were tired. maybe by
4: then it had worn off.
3: He's saying that we're so old that the rumour probably would have like <laughs> been done and dusted by <laughs> we, then. We
2: had to entertain ourselves <laughs> with really bad urban myths. Yeah, like,
3: you know, oh, don't you hate it when someone breaks your penny farthing? <laughs> Is that what he's saying,
2: Absolute
0: <laughs> uh, Radio.
1: If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie
2: just so you know where we are with uh, fatigue, uh, but also with our sustenance. Uh, We are already tucking into homemade brownies uh, made by Emma Jones that she's brought in this morning. I have to report they're fantastic.
4: I love that you've broken it. It's only taken 17 minutes, and you've all already had one.
2: We've had an unbelievable Road to
3: Damascus-style turnaround in energy. Remember, we started the show, so I'm really tired, it's only the middle of the week. Brownie and a cup of tea, I I, I take on the world. Don't know what she's put in them, but they're fantastic. (laughs) Keep them coming. She only got back from Holland yesterday. Uh, so, look, we're asking you about this urban myth from the
2: 80s. Lee texts and says, I'm in Cleethorpes, halfway up the East Coast. It might not be any kind of Bournemouth or Brighton, but it's still coastal. Coastal. And he said his mum told him this, and he still bricks it going down a flume now, just in case. This could be the big expose of
3: 2019. Yeah. Paul in Stockport says, I remember the same urban myth from growing up in Devon. So, again, back down my neck of the woods, the English Riviera Centre in Torquay, just after it opened up in the mid 80s. Could we have uh, an unbelievable. Coastal conspiracy. It's massive. Absolute
0: Radio.
1: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking.
2: It's an urban myth that uh, seems to be wild across the coastal areas of the UK. Uh, Nathan's heard it as well and is uh, calling to report. Where does it affect you, Nathan?
5: There's a place called Mount Druitt uh, just outside of Sydney. It's about 60 kilometres from the coast. Oh, Okay. It opened in the early 80s. Nathan, um, we
2: is, t- just to check because it is early here. Did you just say Sydney? Are we t- are we saying that this myth has gone international here?
5: Gone international, Sydney, Australia.
3: Oh my word! You're calling in from Sydney, Australia. No, I live in uh, Harlow. Oh, uh, no, <laughs> not quite as exciting as I
6: thought. That doesn't explain the delay. <laughs> <No>. uh,
2: <laughs>
3: so, in Australia, then, they have the urban myth about the, uh, the flume being closed because of the bad kids.
5: Yep, there were razor blades all the way down the flumes. Oh,
3: gosh, it's unbelievable.
5: We- We'd even been told kids had gone to hospital over
3: it. Oh, Nathan, come on.
2: Next level. Just,
3: oh, wow. <laughs> Next level. Nathan, good to speak to you. Thank you very much. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
2: Absolute
0: radio.
3: Uh, Emma Jones has just ruled out South End. We, we think there's quite a big coastal angle to this story. Emma's just said, no way, didn't happen in South End. Kate has just texted to say, I lived in South End and heard the same story. Worst thing was, I believed it up until ten minutes ago. Prevalence.
4: Uh, maybe she's older than me. Oh, she's
2: God. back on the age thing <laughs> again. It again. isn't she? That this, card? Is, this is the worst thing about these urban myths. These stories never turn out to be true. But they just gain sort of, like, oxygen and the flames just burn bigger. Legends. Dana Swansea, she says, when she was a kid, she says it was race-based chewing gum on the side. I the think detail. that detail. That little bit of extra detail to the lie. But still coastal. Exactly, still it keeps coastal. the whole thing going. Uh, Louise, you too can add to this rumour.
6: I can indeed, yeah, all the way from uh, sunny Singapore.
2: Singapore.
3: Tell us about that. What, you grew up there?
6: Yeah, I grew up there. Um, and uh, very prolific in the, the 80s was the myth about um, one of the um, centres there that was actually called Wet n Wild. Um,
3: <laughs> and Wild. I think was, I've been I to guess. a nightclub called that.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Obviously, in the 80s, anything goes. It um, certainly
3: does. And you heard that there were some kids. Was it a bad kid? This, this seems yeah, to be the one uh, we're after.
6: Yeah, exactly. It was a bad, revengeful kid um, who actually went and put uh, razor blades all the way down the, um, you know, like the water slides and sliced teenagers to bits.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sliced teenagers (laughs) to bits. So, uh, uh, as ever, they never turn out to be true. They're always urban myths. And we've discovered that it appears to be a thing for coastal resorts. Now, I've seen the Singapore Grand Prix. That appears to be coastal. (laughs) <laughs> it
6: is indeed. Being a little tiny island, it's surrounded by coasts, so...
2: <laughs> wow, so
3: it has gone worldwide, Louise, is not it? It really has. It
6: has indeed. Yeah, it has.
1: The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
0: Absolute Radio.
3: We'll dedicate that song to you if you are listening whilst wearing a dressing gown. People still do dressing gowns these days. It's too hot these days. Climate change can't do dressing gowns oh, anymore. I like. Remember Des Clark from Neighbours used to always walk around in did, dressing gown. He did, didn't house. he? If you're in a dressing gown, that song's for you. R.I.P. Daphne. Oh, God bless her.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sleep well with the angels. <laughs> uh, I, I, I saved uh, I, I saved something in the house last night. It nearly was a very grisly episode as I saved a series link of mine from getting deleted. Oh, no. Uh, I've, I've, I've put a series link on uh, a Channel 5 documentary series uh, called The Intercity 125, The Train That Saved Britain. Oh, my word. Joe, um, uh, <laughs> you know, I saw you... <laughs> of course you, you have. You took a photo of
3: the, the, uh, the, the opening credits, I think, and put it on... I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you'd bought, like, you know those old dusty DVDs you can
2: get from for like about yeah. yeah I thought it was one of those this is an no, actual no, no. programme on... no this is an actual actual Channel 5 documentary that has uh, been running at the moment it's, it's it's over a series it's fantastic wow it's my uh, right up my street it looked about as it was going to go, it was gonna go. I-, I could see Natalie hovering over the whole yeah. you know delete seriously I think what are you doing no 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 <laughs> this is why we've got the Sky Q box there's loads of room it, it, this can all survive on the here that's, that's what is one of the big conflicts in a house no matter yeah. who the person is that you're sharing with is the, the ownership of that space so Space of the of the recording box, but it makes you it makes me feel almost a bit physically sick
3: if you know that you're like ninety seven ninety eight percent, yeah. Doesn't that oh, panic you out oh, oh,
2: hugely? Yeah, uh, and
3: it, and it doesn't take very much for it to fill up. I mean, I thought it was a one off documentary you're talking about there, but if it's if it's like a recurring program and someone series linked it, it's, I mean, I, I think we accidentally hit... because um, our our little girl picks up the remote quite a bit. I think she'd series link like um, like Breakfast News or something. So that's <laughs> on every day. <laughs> so going to be the, the box is going to be full in no time. My, my other half Katie has a series link that. I'm I'm not allowed to get rid of it at the moment because we've had a few falling outs about it. Of You know that programme where that woman goes down the tip and offers people, like, money for, like, an old, like, yes. chair. picks
2: something up, does it up, and then tries and sells it back to them.
3: Uh, she's got hair like Darren Anderton from the <laughs> 90s. And uh, then, is it money for nothing? That's what it is? the programme, yes. So we've got a series link of that. It's on about five times a day. <laughs> so I feel like I'm constantly fighting this tide of, of our, our box nearly being full <laughs> up. It's ridiculous. I,
2: I think with the decent relationships that we have with Sky, we, we might be able to have some kind of agreement here where people yeah. get in touch and say I'd like this series link cancelled and maybe they could do the work for you and like, you know, it just disappears from a skybox and yeah. there's no accusations towards that other person who has deleted it. What do you mean like a secret thing? Like a like a cancellation <laughs> service, yes. <laughs> yes, A series link
3: purge service. So Emma, for example if we were to launch this as uh, like Bush and Ritchie's uh, uh, series link cancellation service, is there something that your other half your husband as uh, series link that you would like to secretly email the the, the call centre and get removed.
4: Yeah, he insists on having the entire back catalogue of Game of Thrones because just in case he wants to go back and catch up on an old series before new episodes come out.
2: (laughs) It's difficult to disagree with him on that one. But it's
4: huge and we're constantly at about 30% space remaining, which really stresses me out. Yeah. I like to be above 50%.
2: You don't need old
3: Game of Thrones on there. You don't need old Game of Thrones. either going- that or buy the box set of DVDs and
2: that's going to cost.
3: You could literally sit
2: on them, there's that many. <laughs> yeah. So look, cancellation service, it's a secret, It's not going to ruin relationships. Uh, it shouldn't do, no. Not right. if it works. Harrison and Hull, for example, Home and Away. At one point, over 50 unwatched episodes That's just That's just that terrible housekeeping, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. You're
3: never going to go back and watch those. And
2: by estimation, I think that's about 10 weeks worth of Home and Away.
3: Yeah, imagine that. It's sitting there watching 10 Weeks at Home and But The main thing about this service is it's... um, Obviously, we're working on the finer details, but it's a discreet call centre where uh, it will be uh, removed and you won't end up having any form of relationship issues with it. Kenny Featherstone in Edinburgh, who sounds like a country singer, (laughs) says, the Kardashians, the wife's (laughs) collection, not mine. It's clogging up his skybox. (laughs)
1: for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the Home Time Podcast with Bush and
3: Richie. some interesting cries for help here please I need the series cancelled called The Curse of Oak Island there is no treasure stop digging holes that's this one <laughs> what that's about Liam in Wimbledon says Real Housewives the wife records them all watches maximum two per week and refuses to d- delete
2: any series links just in case just watching two minutes makes me wish for the apocalypse uh, wading into a family one here Aidan in Birmingham says my dad has a series link of the bill. It's taken up at least 60% of the capacity. Who's watching the bill in 2019? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, right, Becky's on the phone. Becky, what is it in your place?
7: Well, it's a Formula One. It's not as <laughs> much the race, but it's the seven hours of P1, P2, P3 pit walk. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> who who is it? Nine hours. In your house then, who is the culprit for this?
7: It's the husband.
3: Right. And if you were to go in yourself, this is why this service is so important, if you were to go in yourself and delete this, he'd go crazy, I guess.
7: Well... He's cut my clothes out. I'd have no clothes left. <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. <laughs> well, look, we can put you forward for our series link request service. I'll put forward um, just a, a third way here that might work. He's obviously okay. having to record these because you guys have yeah. got really busy weekends and he can't watch it live. So if you were yeah. to grant him that bit of time at the weekend to watch the Grand Prix live, you then gain yeah. back the space on your box.
7: hundred
2: percent. You're going to actually let him watch these live in real time?
7: No, the thing is, if he watches it live in real time, he still records it in case there's an incident that happens on the track and then it has to be re-watched.
2: Oh, my God, he's out of control. <laughs> he's beyond help. We tried to help him, help. but Bush is right, there is no helping some people. There's no helping in this guy.
0: Absolute <laughs> Radio.
1: If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
2: Helena Nottingham says, LFC TV on our box. Liverpool Football Club (laughs) Telly. (laughs) I'll send you round to deal with that one. uh, The way I would delete that is with a hammer. (laughs) (laughs)
3: It's true. This is a a worrying bit of information. (laughs) Ogster says, apparently you can still get the deleted items
2: back after they've been removed. hey, We need to work on this. Well, there's some kind of undo button it's, on the... Si- I did not know this. It's
3: like the dark web, isn't
2: it? So we could be doing all this good work, getting all these crud TV shows deleted, yeah. and then people could just go back in and get them
3: back. The thing is, though, it's all down to when people realise or not that it's gone. So you know like sometimes if you don't like someone's outfit... Because um, my, my other half's done this to me a couple of times, where uh, if you've got a pair of tatty old shoes or ref- refuse to fry out, she'll leave them out and get rid of them, yeah. like put them out for the bin or whatever. So this is the equivalent of that... But with a, a TV sense, we've got Ian from Gloucester on the line. Ian, what show would you like removing?
5: Yeah, well, we went to record something the other night and uh, there was like 18% left and it was it was, quite, it was more of an epidemic because there was 98 episodes of uh, Alas and Summer Wine.
1: Oh <laughs> God! <laughs>
3: <laughs> How did you end up with well, th- with 98 episodes of Last of the Summer Wine on your Skybox? 98 nice episodes of
2: something that is basically the same every episode, it just is. going down a hill in a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, I'm afraid I, I'm guilty of that because uh, I, I tend to use that to go to sleep of an <laughs> evening.
2: Oh, <laughs> great! But there's something worse than that, is there?
5: Well, yeah, there was. Um, there was my wife. My wife got. Um, She's got an obsession with NCIS. There was something like 100 and something out of NCIS and there was 497 Spongebob Squarepants.
3: Whoa, sorry, back up a second. 497 episodes of Spongebob Squarepants. Yes. This is fair. like, you know when you go into like a hoarder's house on a documentary? It's a bit mm-hmm. like, I can't believe some of the stuff you've got clogging it up here. Who's Who's been
2: recording Spongebob Squarepants?
5: Um, for, that's my son. Yeah, he's, uh, he's obsessed with it.
2: <laughs> oh <my laughs> That's God. all right. It's, it's a good job that there is a son in the house because uh, if, if, if the wife was NCIS and, and you're last the summer wife, we were wondering who SpongeBob was.
5: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, it, it, it's one that my 11-year-old son. He, uh, he watches it while he's eating his tea. Do you know so, though? It's uh, to do with me.
3: Can I be honest with you, uh, Ian? I think you're all as bad as each other. I think we might just take <laughs> the
1: skybox off the lot of you, to be honest with you. Absolute
0: <laughs> Radio.
1: The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Some very
2: diligent producing from our uh, producer, Nick, has uh, found that Spongebob Squarepants, you remember we spoke to Ian in Gloucester and he'd had something like 497 episodes of Spongebob unwatched on the uh, on the Skybox. Amazing, 497 episodes, folks there's only 250 ever made of SpongeBob SquarePants. Wow. So clearly what's going on here is there's a plus one series link going on as well. And Ian doesn't realise that everything's there. <laughs> Almost everything times two. Doubling up. Imagine that. Imagine watching a channel called SpongeBob SquarePants plus one.
1: <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
2: Absolute radio. Uh, now, with the no-repeat guarantee uh, back later today, it's also the return of the the holidaying Leona Graham. Yes, she returns. Uh, one of these people who's not shy of uh, putting forward pictures of uh, the sunshine and the pools and all that kind of stuff. She's had uh, cornrows put in her hair and a henna tattoo <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> but do you know what? I wish people were a little bit more realistic about, you know, this, this, this big six-week-long summer holiday that the kids get and all that kind of stuff. So... Some more realistic pictures of what it can be like. Today is a great case in point. Looking at the weather forecast, uh, certainly for London today, from about nine o'clock, heavy rain right throughout the day. Grim. I can tell you right now, a man that got up at four o'clock to uh, get ready for work today, I'm going to end up in a soft play with a toddler today. Who's going to be posting pictures of that? But that's the reality yeah. of summer holidays.
3: It'd be good, actually, to have, like, uh, rather than some kind of album of uh, these kind of perfectly planned photos of people's legs on beaches and sitting by pools and stirring cocktails, maybe an album of, of brutally, a brutally honest album of what a summer holiday like is in, in Britain, in, in, in truth, you know yeah. what I mean? Definitely, yeah. The traffic jams, you know, the misery of that kind of thing. Or even just, I take photos of stuff that I've got to do as a task later on. Like, for example, I've taken a photo of the greasy hand mark we've got right in the centre of our telly at the moment from our 11-month-old daughter. Got to clean that when I got back. Uh, As a broken drain, got to have a look at. (laughs) Because summer is is DIY jobs, isn't it? So... I take a photo of it. I've even got a photo of the back of our TV so I know where the scart leads go. That's, That's a sensible. summer holiday. That is sensible. Sensible, but, yeah. but not not quite on the beaches of uh, Barbados, <laughs> no, is it? No, it's
2: not, no. Matt has tweeted a wonderful picture saying, uh, nothing says British summer holiday like taking your daughter to a Cold War bunker on a wet Sunday. Do you know what? As an older guy, I, when I was a kid that would be awful. For me now, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd agree with to, you. I'd love to do that.
3: Uh, we love Steve uh, Bauman's piece called Cornwall in the Rain. This <laughs> almost win the Turner Prize uh, basically a lovely composition a couple on the beach they've got the old classic windbreaker set up you know like your parents would have had yep. on Western Supermare Seafront uh, it, seems, it seems to be blowing gale force winds and raining as well and they've both got their coats on their heads. <laughs> but they persevered
2: with it there's they two did. things out of both of those pictures they've persevered with their day at the beach and they've gone ahead for the trip to the Cold War bunker despite the fact it's hammering it down my mum and dad have
3: got a fantastic photo of me and my brothers two years difference between us but um, we, the pair of us crying and sobbing whilst eating an ice cream <laughs> on Swanish Seafront when we were about eight <laughs> and ten years old. And that for me no photo sums up persevering <laughs> during a summer holiday better than that.
0: Absolutely. Radio. They
1: asked for a podcast, we told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Our real and
2: authentic summer holiday photo album is coming on fantastic uh, with the stuff that you are sending through, like this from Ryan. This isn't a beach photo, this isn't a pool photo, it's a photo of ferret racing.
3: Ferret racing?
2: <laughs> what? Seriously? I haven't seen the photo, what, is it they, they race on a track like you would get in the 100 metres in the Olympics? No, what? there's a lot of tubes, there's a lot of wooden obstacles, and there's... <laughs> there's a lot of people watching alongside there's a I've seen uh, I've, se- I've seen lower attendances for checker trade trophy matches in the football than there is for this uh, this ferret race looks like good fun sounds great it does look good uh, some great
3: stuff coming in as well Paul Howell sending a brilliant photo of what appears to be in his back garden his little lad putting him in a Boston Crab hold from the <laughs> wrestling a uh, little tiny mini uh, most gardens in the United Kingdom seem to have a mini goal in the back yes, these days, do, yeah. he's got a mini goal in the background and how does Susie Jones who's sending a photo of what appears to be a washed-out UK holiday, a view from the balcony of their hotel with four or five uh, kind of garden chairs littered around in high winds.
0: Absolute <laughs> Radio.
1: If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
2: Now... If you were listening on Monday... Oh, listen to it. Makes me angry, actually. (laughs) This is the... I'm going to turn it off. There we are. The batteries are just starting
3: to go, aren't they? It <laughs> <They just laughs> adds to the kind of deranged sound.
2: They are. This is the sound of uh, a, a child's toy giraffe on top of a weebling base. Yep. Uh, it's a toy that, thankfully, uh, Rocco doesn't play with anymore, uh, and it needs to go. And, uh, like I said on Monday, I've recycled plenty of toys yep. over the last year and a half. I've uh, taken them to charity shops so another family can enjoy the toy that has already been enjoyed by a, t- a child... We've seen Toy Story. However, this thing, as you've heard from the noise that it makes, yeah. is one of the most deranged toys I've ever had that has gone through my life, whether it's been as a parent or a child myself. It cannot and shouldn't be inflicted on any other family. So we
3: got to the stage where we're looking for uh, kind of creative ways that we can destroy the toy on this show, uh, particularly, I think, if we have the sound going whilst it's being... Smashed up, burnt, whatever it is. Yes, just... whatever way
2: this thing ends its life, yeah, it will be singing the first line of Twinkle, Twinkle Little Star badly, which is all it does.
3: Emma's just been staring at it with kind of venom in her eyes as she's been playing the sound. <laughs> how would you just looking at it now, Emma? Any, any kind of fancy way that you would like to get rid of this annoying little giraffe?
4: I think, yeah, a slow, painful burn would be good and you'd slowly hear the, the Twinkle, Twinkle Little Star waning.
2: Yeah. Let's just see quite how cold the heart is because as you move closer, just look at its face. Face, right, Just look at its little face. I know. It... A little <laughs> cheeky face.
4: I do feel a bit sorry for it. He looks so happy with himself.
3: I know. It's a but how interesting would that come out in a microwave? <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> would the microwave survive? I don't know. I don't know. We don't
1: know what would happen. This is it. This is uncharted territory.
0: Absolute Radio.
1: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Ben in Warwick. Uh,
2: what about an industrial shredder for the demonic toy, as he refers to it? It is quite demonic. Yeah. Uh,
3: I love this one. Uh, it's and Bifley here. I'm an electrician. How about we ring up some sort of, sorry, rig up some sort of electric chair like in the Green Mile, with or without a wet sponge? This has gone into really dark territory. <laughs> really, he really quick.
2: Whilst he sings. Yes. Uh, Stephen Norris says you shouldn't touch it. Lock it away. We all know what happened in Chucky. I don't think it'd ever die. <laughs> I think even if he turned
3: the battery on like 20 years, it'd still be going. It really would do. Uh, we've got so Nick's on the line. Nick, how could you help?
7: So, basically, we have a members-run water ski club in Burfield near Reading, mm-hmm. and we can either put it on a tow rope behind the water ski boat, <laughs> or I can attach it to my wakeboard or someone else's uh, mono ski.
2: Now, obviously, this is dramatic, there's speed involved, what there isn't is a guaranteed grizzly end, because obviously you're running a very safe ski club. <laughs>
7: Yeah, this is very
3: true, actually. <laughs> That's very true. I, I do have an idea, though, Nick. if you're willing to uh, uh, just hear me out on this. What about you do the thing where you, you drive the boat but go around in a bit of a curve, so our little tiny giraffe will swing out to one side and then get it to go up a ramp or hit a wall or something like that? <laughs> we
1: can work out the details when we're down at the riverside. The Home time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
2: Absolute radio.
3: This would never have happened if they had just put a, maybe a bit more of the first verse in. It's just it's the first line repeated again again. It's the again first
2: line. It never moves on to any of the other stages of that wonderful nursery rhyme. You're quite right. A bit more effort and I don't think I'd have had such a, such a problem with it's it.
3: It's like the old World War Two song. It's like they've gone, <laughs> my old man's a dustman,
2: my, my old man's, man's a, a dustman. D- it's exactly that. So my old man's a dustman. That's why I'm trying to find a way to uh, put an end to this toy yep. now that Rocco's done with it. I've recycled many but this is not something that needs to go to another family your ideas on how we can do this Dave in Swindon how about putting it swinging away onto a clay pigeon trap yes you can shout Paul you know the rest it's a great idea do you know what the the fact that it survived to this point I think it'd get away with it
3: It, it'd like go over a fence (laughs) or I'd miss and it would turn up again (laughs) and John in Wrexham says how about a compilation of Mortal Kombat finishing moves like Sub-Zero freezing it and punching it to little pieces (laughs) a lot of people stepping forward maybe uh, your line of work can help us out with this...
1: for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
2: And Paul has texted uh, to say that his line of work can help get rid of the toy. I can place it on the demonstration table that we put items on to show how quickly they catch fire when training firefighters. Oh, I'd love to see it go up. Guarantee it won't be coming back from that, he says.
3: We'd love to see that go up. And another Paul's been on. And he's taken a page out of the old murder casebook that I used to have when I was a kid. Remember the murder books? I love it. Yeah, go on. Uh, he says a bath. A nice and simple sulfuric acid bath, death by drowning and melting its feeble lungs away. Paul, that's the darkest tweet <laughs> or text we've had so far since we've been covering breakfast.
2: And we've had some. We've had uh, some. Jack, you reckon your business can help? What can you do?
8: Right, so essentially uh, we run a like a domestic c- construction company. Uh, we have to do a lot of groundwork and a lot of excavations, um, which tends to leave us with big holes that need filling in gardens and stuff for people, so... I'm proposing we dig a, a shallow grave for this toy and uh, we encase it all in
3: concrete. Wow. I mean, I said this has got uh, gone into a bit of dark territory. That's almost like the way that the mob might have got rid of uh, someone back in, like, the 70s in New York City. I'm thinking yeah, Brookside the and uh, the, 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 the
2: legendary episode there.
3: It, it's, it's all a bit sinister, isn't it? <laughs>
8: It is, and like um, we can sort of have like the concrete mixer above it, like with the with the Twinkle Twinkle Little Star playing, and then we can slowly release like the like the, the pre- like the preset concrete over it, and then let it set. Hopefully, what I'm aiming for would it to be still playing once the concrete is set. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be that'd be a lifelong dream.
3: Jack, what I like about you is that you've thought about the production values for this thing. <laughs> yeah,
8: yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like I a David like, Blaine like, trick. This, revisiting. yeah, like, revisiting. That'd be the, that'd be the, that'd be the best part.
2: You're more familiar with the properties than of concrete than us. So you actually reckon there is a there is a chance that this poor little fellow will keep on singing, despite the fact that concrete is being poured over it. If we can somehow protect, like, the
8: integrity of it, somehow, we might have to rig up something, <laughs> like, a, like a waterproof jacket for it.
3: Waterproof jacket. Jack, there's what a of, chance, there's a chance. One other question. Uh, the family who yeah. own the house that you're doing the actual patio for, how are they going to feel about the fact that this annoying toy
2: could I'm be 2 I'm sure they'll
8: be fine. They're pretty game, um, pretty game people, to be fair. They're nice <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, but even if so. they've got a completed patio and there's something singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star from underneath like, it. This
8: will be un- under the patio eventually. Yeah. <laughs> So,
3: Do you know what? R- Rocco might
2: turn up,
8: right.
3: turn up 15 years of age and has to have won it back because <laughs> it's, it's an heirloom. You never know. Awful. It
8: could draw in all like the feral like the children in the area. <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> <that's>
0: <laughs> Absolute Radio.
1: If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. One breakfast show...
3: Seven different playlists, and you can kind of choose the type of music you want to hear with the chat. So it's a little bit like uh, picking a side if you're in KFC. <laughs> it's exactly that. What side do you have? Uh, do you go always for? popcorn chicken. See that as a side?
2: Yes. Chicken
3: on chicken. Chicken
2: upon chicken, Richard. If you go to KFC, you obviously like chicken, so what is the problem with having a second piece of chicken? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah? Do well, okay. I might want corn on the cob if I've gone to a chicken place?
3: I might, I might go to my Italian restaurant and say can I can have a lasagna with a side of pizza, please. <laughs> Same principle. Don't see what's wrong with that. He doesn't see what's wrong with that.
2: I don't want to get into an argument about chicken on chicken. It's just not a side, though, is it? (laughs) Of course it is. It's not a main, is
3: it? Popcorn chicken? It's got a point, Emma. It's not not a main, is it? I
4: think Um, chicken is your main, and then your gravy, your coleslaw, your chips, your corn on the cob, they're your sides.
2: If I've gone (laughs) for fried chicken, I don't want coleslaw.
4: You just want fried chicken? Yes. Not even chips? I'd have chips. (laughs) Chips would be my (laughs) second side. Not chicken. (laughs)
2: How's this <laughs> argument happened?
3: I feel like I'm in, in uh, a restaurant on holiday and mum and dad are arguing. I literally <laughs>
2: don't know how this argument has brewed up. <laughs> it feels like we're on holiday somewhere and suddenly suddenly, like a really humid place and the thunderstorm has brewed up. You're like, where'd that come from? I'm sorry, Jeanette, I want to eat what I want on holiday. It's just a no-repeat guarantee, I don't understand. <laughs> it's back in a minute, nine to five, nothing repeated while you work. Absolute Radio.
1: The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, Now,
2: uh, we want you to come back in time with us a little bit right now. Let's uh, take you back to last week when uh, Dave and Matt uh, were out in Los Angeles, you may remember. Seems uh, a million miles away right now, as look out at the the rain. Uh, But whilst they were out in LA, they were getting you to get in touch uh, and movie trailer up your life. Tell us uh, what was going on and they would put your life in the form of a movie trailer. Now, uh, we have come across an email that has come in this week after what happened last week uh, about one of those particular movie trailers. Let's just remind you about Ellie. What would you do when the one
1: thing you love...
7: I've been thinking about you all day.
1: The one thing that makes you happy.
7: I just can't wait to feel your warm embrace.
1: Suddenly gives up on you.
7: What do you mean this has to stop? How could you do this to me? I thought we had something special.
1: Do you try and fix it or turn your back and replace it?
7: No, it doesn't feel right.
1: This summer, the true story of a woman, a man, in a broken bathtub. It's the most chilling tale of love, betrayal, and extremely high call out rates for plumbers. I
7: can't go on like this. I feel
1: so unclean. Ellie Dunn stars in The Bath That Leaked, coming to a movie theatre near you
3: soon. So that was Ellie's movie trailer on The Breakfast Show last week, and I'm pleased to say
2: we've got her on the line now. So, Ellie, last week everybody heard about you when you spoke to Dave and Matt in Hollywood and they movie-trailered up your life about the fact that you had the people coming around to sort out your leaky bath. Yes,
7: we did have some people come and try to sort out our leaky bathroom.
2: Which <laughs> means they tried? We, we were hoping that you were going to come up with some amazing
3: brand new bathroom. Is that not what happened?
7: That is not what happened. That is not what happened at all. No, we... Uh, well, I think they bit off a bit more than they could chew, let's just put it nicely. <laughs>
2: OK, well, that's... that's uh, wow. That's, uh, that's very good of you to uh, protect these people. It's probably the best thing to do here. Uh, <laughs> yes. But, yes, we've seen an email come through that it basically did not go very well, did it?
7: It didn't. We ended up with water, like a waterfall pouring out of our light sitting in the hall. Um, Drenched all the walls and the plaster and the carpet. The house has smelled like wet dog for like ever since. Like do you know what, sort of happens. the worst
3: thing about that is as well, I think if the bathroom is, there's a problem with the bathroom, it affects everything in your life, doesn't it, do you know what I mean?
7: Yeah, the whole house is just in upheaval actually, yeah, we're cleaning our teeth in the kitchen sink, that seems so wrong, why does that seem so wrong?
2: <laughs> it's like caveman days, isn't it, <laughs> caveman days. I know. <laughs> well Ellie, look, there's two things that can come out of this, you see, first off, when Dave and Matt are back, no doubt there'll be uh, the follow-up movie, uh, Leaky Bath 2. Oh. Can't wait to see that.
7: Definitely a horror movie.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But the second thing to come out of this is that Wix have heard about this and they would love to surprise you with a £250 gift card to try and sort out everything that has gone wrong.
7: That is so nice. Oh, thank you so much, Wix. We love you.
3: (laughs) Hey, well, listen, finally get your bathroom uh, plans back on track and maybe don't use the same person you had in last time.
7: No, no, we've got someone else lined up. And we're getting married in three and a half weeks, so maybe we can get a bathroom by then. That would be lovely.
3: Oh, you hope so. <laughs> Fantastic. That's brilliant. Yeah.
7: yeah. Oh, thank you so much. That's so kind. Absolute Radio.
3: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. What do you think Emma Jones is doing straight after this, Richie? What do
2: you think she's going to do? Uh, going to KFC and order coleslaw. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> you might be right. Bingo. <laughs> uh, we have argued about that uh, since we spoke about it half an hour ago. We're still
3: getting texts in from people <laughs> saying that apparently popcorn chicken is not a side, it's an extra, someone's saying. Yes, it. Yeah.
2: So I'm. Uh, <laughs> um... <laughs>
3: No, but there's condiments as well, so I don't feel like we have time at this point now to fully settle this, but it may bubble on.
2: Seven minutes past six, tomorrow morning's breakfast show will start discussing KFC sites. It's a date. (laughs)